and welcome to Rag Bri 101, a Just Go Bike production hosted by me, a.k.a. Murph, from the Murphology Podcast. This is the podcast where we explore everything you might want to know about Rag Bri. This week-long tour is the oldest, largest, and longest recreational bicycle touring event in the world. That's right the world. There is no right or wrong way to do RAGBRAI. The goal is to enjoy it. If there's something about RAGBRAI that you find intimidating, you are probably not alone. This podcast will explore, research, and provide you with the basics to help you enjoy your first RAGBRAI and hopefully many more in the future. Now a quick disclaimer, I'm not a medical professional. I don't intend to make any medical claims. Seek advice from a medical professional before attempting a tour such as RAGBRAI. If you have a RAGBRAI 101 question, call the RAGBRAI 101 hotline and leave a message. The number is 1-515-303-0385 or email me at morphologypodcast at gmail.com. So let's get started on today's topic. We received an email from Dan with Team CBC. He had a two-part question. First off, should I bring a bike lock? Do I need to carry it with me during the ride? And the second part of Dan's question, what is done with the bikes overnight? Are they securely left with someone? Do I bring my gear to them in the morning to trade for getting my bike back? Or should I plan to snuggle up with my bike in my tent? Well, hi, Dan, and thank you for your email. This question has come up many, many times. The quick and easy answer is that you should do what feels right. And if locking your bike makes you feel better, then figure out a way to carry a lock. But let me dig into this a bit more. The first part of Dan's question is about bringing a lock to carry on your bike. Personally, I do carry a lock, and I have my lock tucked into one of my bags. I don't use it very often, but I'm glad it's available if I'm in a location where I want some extra peace of mind. My lock is a very small, lightweight lock that rolls up pretty tight. It's made by a company called Auto Lock, spelled O-T-T-O, and I purchased it at my local bike shop. You can get a mount for it, so it can be secured to your bike frame when not in use, and this is a nice feature if you don't have any sort of storage on your bike. The lock is also small enough that if you have to, it probably could fit in your jersey pocket. Now a special note, this specific lock, the numbers on the lock are really small. So if you have any sort of vision issues, go with something else where you'll be able to see better. Also, my auto lock is not heavy duty and I would guess if somebody really wanted my bike, they could get it. I use it as a deterrent mostly, which is probably all you'll need for RAGBRAI. Theft of bikes on RAGBRAI is very rare, but just like anywhere, it can happen. There are people and bikes everywhere, so someone would have to be pretty brave to steal a bike in broad daylight. What's more likely to happen to you is you pull into a town, you find a spot to put your bike, and then you walk away from it, walk around town, and then totally forget where you left your bike. I have had that panicked feeling many times when I start walking around down a street and then when I go back I can't recall is this the town where I put my bike by the library or was that the last town? 
With that said, whether or not you lock your bike, be sure to park it out in the open so you can keep an eye on it. Do not block other bikes, and for sure, do not block the entrance to a business. Many towns will set up this really cool bike rack parking system that consists of a long cable stretched between two tractors. And most often, this is located in the middle of the main street. It may even stretch for several blocks. You can either hook your handlebars to the cable or underneath your seat. It's pretty slick. If you do decide to lock up, there might not be a lot of places to lock up to because there's so many people and other bikes parked everywhere. But even if you just have to lay your bike down in the grass, you could use the lock just to keep the wheels from rolling or lock your bike to your friend's bike. That might be better than nothing. Also, when I'm locking my bike, I also feed the lock cable through my helmet so it doesn't disappear on me. In my 25 plus years of riding Ragbri, I can think of only two incidents that involved theft. One year, two of the guys on my bike team had their bikes leaning against a building and spent many, many hours in the local bar. When they came back out late that night, they were unable to find their bikes. They filed a police report and a couple days later, their bikes were found in someone's backyard. Now, I cannot say with certainty that these bikes were actually stolen because, as I mentioned earlier, it's sometimes hard to remember where you parked those bikes. Anyway, that ended up being a good ending for these particular guys. The other story was something that happened to me personally. This was way back in my second year of Ragbri. I was riding a mountain bike that I had my local bike shop switch out the big knobby tires to some street tires called slicks. The slicks made it much easier to pedal on pavement. So this particular day, I rolled into town with my team. We parked our bikes, and then we walked down to the beer tent. Several hours later, we are back at our bikes, getting ready to roll. And as I hopped on my bike, I noticed it was much harder to pedal than I remembered. And when I looked closer at my bike, I realized someone took my slicks and replaced them with their big clunky mountain bike tires. It was unbelievable. I ended up having to get new slick tires in the next town, and I sure hope whoever stole my first set enjoyed their smooth ride on my tires. Maybe they really needed them. Um, this was way back in the late 90s, and I guess if I would have put my bike in a more visible place or locked it or spent less time in the beer tent, it might not have happened, but who knows. So like I said, theft is pretty rare, but it does and can happen, and it's going to be up to you to keep your bike safe and or secure. So on to Dan's second question, which was, what is done with the bikes overnight? Are they securely left with someone? Do I bring my gear to them in the morning to trade for getting my bike? Or should I plan to snuggle up with my bike in my tent? All right, Dan, get ready to snuggle with that bike of yours because you are on your own as far as what to do with your bike overnight. And if keeping it with you will help you sleep better, then go for it. Now, if you happen to be part of a charter service, 
They may have a specific spot for bikes, so be sure to review the notes you've received from them or send an email to ask. If you're on a team and have a team bus, oftentimes they will put the bikes on top of the bus to get them out of the way, but to also keep them safe. If you're camping in the official RAGBRAI campground, most riders have their bike next to their tent, and in some cases the bikes do go into the tents. If your tent isn't big enough for you and your bike, one tip is to lay your bike really close to your tent and tie one of the tent strings directly to your bike. That way, if somebody happens to want to grab it in the middle of the night and you don't have it locked, they will wake you up as they try to drag that bike plus you plus your tent. I would try to keep your bike out of the walkway so if someone is walking past on their way to the restroom in the middle of the night, they won't trip over your bike. Oh, and if you're leaving your bike outside, you may want to put a plastic bag over your saddle in case it rains. Obviously, your bicycle is one of, if not the most important item needed for a successful RAGBRAI, so it's going to be up to you to keep it safe and secure. Thanks, Dan, for the email, and I hope you and Team CBC have a fabulous RAGBRAI. Tune into the next episode of RAGBRAI 101 to hopefully get you ready for your first RAGBRAI. If you have a RAGBRAI 101 question, call the RAGBRAI 101 hotline and leave a message. The number is 1-515-303-0385. That's 515-303-0385. Or email me at morphologypodcast at gmail.com. Now get out there and go for a ride.